0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Kid Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Before I begin today's story, I want to give a shout-out to Case. I'm excited to share his drawing with everyone. Do you guys remember the episode of Dropkick Kitty Cat with the goose attack? Well, Case drew a picture of Dropkick Kitty Cat from that episode, and it's awesome. Head over to kidstoriespodcast.com and check it out. Thanks so much for that drawing, Case, and thanks for listening. Today's story is Never Trust a Pirate, Part 5, in which we rejoin our party, Ben-Ben, Bulis, Tatiana, and the new kids, Ava, Atya, Harry, and Sam, as they're still on the run from the pirates and trying to get back home. Last time, on Part 4 of Never Trust a Pirate, the heroes all came across a werebear, who happened to end up offering them his help so we're going to rejoin them now as they continue their journey. Everyone woke up early and got on the trail right away. They knew that the pirates were still after them, and they needed to leave this island as fast as they could. Duke, the bear, he led the way. Duke told them that they were headed to a small village called the Willows. It sat between two rocky cliffs, and the docks there were almost always full. The trail was narrow, and so they were all lined up single file, fast walking as quickly as they could. Every once in a while, they'd stop to listen to the forest, trying to hear anything or anyone else near them, making sure they weren't being followed. No one said a word the entire way. After hours of travel, the town came within sight. The trail led up and over a tall hill, And as they reached the top, they spread out and crouched down, squinting their eyes and peering at the town below. Ben-Ben pulled out the telescope he got from the pirate ship and scanned the area. It looked like just another quiet day at just another little port town. And Duke was right. The docks were completely full, a ship in every spot, all sizes and types. My friend Hako is probably down there, said Duke. I think I see his boat. He's been around quite a bit. Could probably get you guys home. Let's go see. The gang all set off down the other side of the hill. Once they reached the town, they were on high alert. None of them really thought they'd get out of this place without the pirates interfering somehow. Still, they were so close. They were expecting the best, but prepared for the worst. Duke led them through town and to a small grocery store with a coffee counter. "'Ben-Ben, why don't you come inside with me?' said Duke. "'The rest of you wait outside here. Make yourselves inconspicuous. No need drawing any more attention to ourselves.' So Ben-Ben and Duke entered the grocery store, and before they reached the coffee counter, Duke's friend noticed him. "'Duke, my man! It's been a while, bro!' Good to have you in my sights. Who's your friend? Hako, this is Ben Ben. Ben Ben, this is Hako, said Duke. Would you mind joining us outside for a bit? Without saying a word, Hako led them back outside the store and down to a narrow, dirty alleyway. The others stayed back, hanging out on the sidewalk, keeping an eye out for pirates or anything suspicious. "'What's going on, Duke?' asked Taco. "'This ninja and his friends have run sideways of some pirates from Drakport. "'They escaped up north to me in the woods. "'They need to get out of here and make it home. Seven of them in all,' said Duke. <laughs> "'Right, right. Never trust the pirates, what I say. "'Where are you guys headed?' "'It's a place called The Valley,' said Benben. "'The Valley?' exclaimed Hako. Whoa, bro, that's like four days away with the wind at your back, maybe. You're a long way from home. I assume you've got the funds to pay for this little journey. We can cover it, said Ben-Ben. Ride on then, Benster. I'll walk to the boat, you follow, and we'll set off right away. The closer this entire mess came to being finished, the more anxious Ben-Ben got. The way this mission was going, it would be an amazing bit of luck for them to just be able to sail away from here and back home. Amazing luck like that rarely happens on ninja missions. Duke, Hako, and Benben stepped out from the alley. They turned back up the road to grab the rest of the party. The others were all lined up along the sidewalk looking across the street, trying to act natural. Ben Ben made a follow me motion with his head, and they all began to follow Hako down to his ship. The road sloped down toward the docks and the shipping houses. So as they headed down that street they could see all the ships lined up, and the dock workers loading and unloading, and the sea the background to it all. Duke and Hako were at the lead of their group walking to the boat. About halfway down the street to the docks, they calmly but quickly ducked into an alley and everyone else followed. All right, dudes, looks like we've got buckos about, said Hako, mentioning the pirates he saw, trying to be sneaky. I spot at least ten of them down by the docks, standing around trying not to look like pirates but totally looking like pirates. The group's too big, said Duke. We need to split up. Me and Hako will go with Sam and Harry. The rest of you go the other direction. It's the boat with the red stripes on the side. Cut through the alleys until you get to the dock and we'll see you there. The groups both turned to face their way out of the alley, only to find each way blocked with pirates. There was one second of peace, and then the pirates rushed them from both sides. This was a very dangerous place to be for the heroes. No way out and enemies coming from both sides. Everyone took out their weapons. Ava and Atya each turned to the alley wall and began climbing up the bricks and soon they were at the second floor windows. Tatiana and Bulis rushed to meet the pirates and swords clashed as the groups began battling. Sam began swinging a golden mace at the pirates but Ben-Ben and Bulis stepped in front of him and clashed swords with the pirates. Ava and Atia then both leaped down and got behind the pirates who were fighting Bulis and Tatiana. They each cracked the pirates with their fighting sticks and down they went, knocked out completely. The group turned to the other end of the alley. They could see Ben-Ben and Bulis fighting the pirates there, but the alley was too narrow. Sam, Harry, Hako, and Duke couldn't even fight because there wasn't enough room. Harry was looking for a way to get an angle on the pirates. He climbed to the top of a large dumpster where he had a clear shot of the pirates that Ben Ben and Bulis were battling. Harry pulled out the oracle stone and it was already whirring with light and sound. Harry clenched his teeth and his eyes lit up white and crackled with energy. He raised his hand in the air and lightning blasted from his fingertips and boomed past Bulis and Ben Ben right by their heads as they fought and the lightning crashed into the pirates and they were knocked back ten feet and into the street. The light faded from Harry's eyes, and the oracle stone darkened and dimmed. Lightning hands? yelled Sam. You have lightning hands! Fantastic! You hear that, pirates? Sam yelled to no one in particular. We've got lightning hands! Enough for all of ya! Just then, the group heard a distant pop, and then a loud whistling sound from up in the air.
1: Down!
0: yelled Duke. And everyone dropped to the ground as the building next to them facing the docks exploded in a crash of bricks and smoke. Debris fell into the alley, but no one was seriously injured. They're shooting cannons at us, bros, said Hako. Not cool. Gotta run. In just a few seconds, the lightning strike and the exploding building had sent the port town into a frenzy. As the heroes poured out into the street from the alley, they could see out at sea there was one giant pirate ship. Now, the Willows was no stranger to pirates, and they had some cannons of their own set into a few of the buildings to act as a defense. And as those cannons began to fire, it was clear that they were not made to defend against a ship of that size. The group of heroes ran as fast as they could down to the dock, toward Hako's boat, and also toward the ship that was blasting at them with cannons. They all soon learned that the pirates they met in the alley weren't the only pirates in town to capture them. As they ran down to the docks, more pirates assaulted them from all sides. Luckily, most of the group were too fast for the pirates, but they could see more down near the boats waiting for them. So the pirates that they were running past on the street, those guys would just catch up with them once they began fighting the pirates down by the ships. They were outnumbered and surrounded. It was also clear to the ninjas now that they had no real idea before just how big this pirate gang really was. It seemed like there were hundreds here to find them and probably more looking in other places on the island. While they were all running, Tatiana turned to Ava and Atia. All right, girls, she yelled. Now's a perfect time to start tossing some of those bombs. The girls glanced at each other and swerved off to the side of the street. Without slowing down, they each pulled out a bomb and some matches. The flame of the match wouldn't stay lit if they continued to run, so they skidded to a stop. Atya struck the match on the sidewalk with one hand and lit each bomb. They continued to run forward a bit, until the wicks were close to burned up, and then they heaved the bombs down near the pirates waiting by the ships. These pirates were nearly in a straight line. They were spread out, waiting for the ninjas to try and grab them all. Once they saw the bombs flying through the air toward them, they scattered. Bombs again? some pirates yelled, remembering the multiple explosions from their last encounter with these heroes. Each bomb bounced once and then exploded with an ear-shattering The pirates all scattered or were launched by the explosion. Now the group had an opening to the ship. Once they reached the docks, maybe they could get to Hako's ship and try to outrun that big pirate ship in the water. Cannonballs continued to rain down near the heroes. They could see the town's cannons blasting away at the ship as well. Some were splashing harmlessly into the water near the ship, The ones that did hit the ship didn't seem to do much damage. It was too big and was made of something special, maybe magical. The group had nearly reached the dock when two brutes ran from a side street and grabbed Ava and Atya. Put me down, screamed Ava. The two girls were whacking away at these pirates with their fighting sticks, but it didn't seem to hurt them much. The rest of the group moved in to intercept those pirates, but more pirates intercepted them. Swords crashed against each other, and the ninjas tried desperately to reach Ava and Atya. After everything they had all been through, there was no way any of them could be captured by these same pirates again. Harry yelled, Ava! She turned back, still in the clutches of a massive pirate who was running the opposite direction. Ava watched as Harry took out the oracle stone and threw it up in the air, right to her. Ava reached up and heard the smack of the cool stone hitting her palm. Immediately it became warm and it lit up and swirled with color. Ava's eyes lit up white as she felt the magical power fill her body and she held the oracle stone high in her hand. The pirate brute who was holding her didn't even notice. He was too focused on running away from the rest of the ninjas. Ava turned to the brute who was carrying her sister off. She held out her other free hand, and just like before, lightning crackled from her fingertips and zapped the running pirate right in his bottom. He yowled in pain and dropped atya to the ground. Ava then turned her attention to the pirate holding her. She placed her palm right on his big, bald head and zapped him so hard with a jolt of electricity that he was knocked back 15 feet and lay helpless on the ground. By now, the ninjas and the kids, Duke and Hako, were all surrounded by more pirates. There were so many of them. Ava tossed the oracle stone back to Harry, and he grasped it with two hands. He knew he had to do something drastic. They couldn't fight off all these pirates on their own. He planted his feet and held the stone next to his face with his eyes closed, like he was trying to concentrate on it without looking at it. He lit up entirely with bright light, and a beam of light shot out from him and to Ava, and then one shot out to Atya, and then one shot out to Sam, and they were all glowing and their eyes were all burning white as the power of the oracle stone surged through them. They began to lash out at the attacking pirates with a force and speed that seemed inhuman. They leaped from pirate to pirate, bashing and kicking and throwing. The ninjas of Valleytown were cleaning house as well, working together in expertly coordinated attacks to decimate the countless pirates. Hako and Duke were also defending the group. Duke, with his incredible werebear strength, was wielding one pirate like a baseball bat, using him to whack other pirates off the dock entirely and into the water. Finally, Hako yelled, Let's make haste, ninja dudes, to the quiver! The heroes looked over to where Hako was running and saw his boat with the name Quiver painted on the side. Everyone broke from what few pirates were left fighting and ran as fast as they could to Hako's boat. In seconds, the ropes were pulled off the dock and the ninjas pushed it out to sea. The group shoved off in the quiver, and as the boat turned to head into the open sea, the massive pirate ship gave chase the end. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you have any drawings you'd like to share or any questions, feel free to email me at kidstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Adios.